Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. I hope everybody out there had a great 4th of July weekend and hope you enjoyed your holiday with friends, your family. Hope you guys did all the, the grilling out. I hope you use those Omaha Steaks for your cookouts. And if you didn't, what were you using? I mean, come on now. So if you didn't use your Omaha Steaks before the July weekend, get your orders in now, get the discounts, all the great stuff with our promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. I hope everybody still got all their fingers, all their toes, and everybody's ready to go as we continue our journey through this dead zone of the NFL year. This time period between, you know, the, the mini camps and the OTAs and the actual training camp and preseason beginning, this this month-long dead zone of just, there's not a whole lot going on. There's not a whole lot really to talk about. We can't talk about what's going on in the training camps because nothing is going on. There are no camps right now, but there are still things to talk about in terms of the Browns building the best roster they possibly can to put on the field come September. And there's one position in particular that, you know, a lot of Browns fans, most of you people watching this right now, us included, we have all been clamoring for some sort of additional personnel added to the linebacking core. So today I'm going to talk about a linebacker that, um, there's been some articles put out that the Browns should pursue this guy. Now, this is not, none of this stuff's coming from the Browns, you know, from the team itself, but it's more coming from, you know, analysts looking at the roster, looking at the deficiencies, the weaknesses, saying, okay, linebacker is a spot where the Browns could and probably should improve even just a little bit. And uh, th- th- this guy is somebody who makes sense for the Browns. We've talked about him before. And I, I know Derek has done a few episodes, I think, uh, discussing Miles Jack, the former linebacker of the Jacksonville Jaguars and most recently the Pittsburgh Steelers. So before we dive into Miles Jack, I do want to remind everybody, please check us out on all the socials at the Dogs Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the channel. We are trying to get to 7,000 subscribers before training camp begins. We're currently pushing 6,600. So if we could just get, if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please do. We're dropping new content all the time and you don't want to miss anything. And we really want to hit that 7,000 subscriber mark by the time training camp opens up. So please help us get there. We really appreciate it. So before we dive into the Miles Jack discussion, just want to do a couple housekeeping things real quick for the show. This is me doing an episode for you guys this week. The other guys have vacations going on. I just got back from vacation a couple days ago. So this is the episode for the week. There will not be a group episode, though next week we do have a pretty cool thing coming on Thursday. It has not yet been decided whether or not we will be live streaming our episode Thursday night or if we'll be recording and posting on Friday. But we have an event, a local event, where we're going to actually be interviewing on the show running back coach Stump Mitchell. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to be talking about Nick Chubb, your favorite Brown. We're going to be talking about what it's like to coach a guy like Nick Chubb, a future probably Hall of Famer, arguably the best running back in the league, and we're going to get Stump's own personal insight into Nick Chubb. 
So that's awesome. And speaking of Nick Chubb, if you haven't ordered your bo- boxes of uh, Chubb Crunch yet, please do so. Uh, the Nick Chubb's team over at PLBSE has let us know that boxes are starting to fly. And again, it's a limited supply. So once it's gone, it's gone. These are sweet collector's items. Get your box of Chub Crunch 10% off when you order from their website, Code Dogs, D A W G S. Help support Nick Chubb, his sister Charity, all that good stuff, and get yourself the collector's box for your fan cape. Okay, so let's dive now into the Miles Jack discussion. I'm going to talk about, you know, the history of Miles Jack, what he could potentially bring to the Browns. And I know there's excitement. I'm excited at the prospect of signing this kid. I say this kid, uh, this guy. He He's somebody that I really liked when he came out of college. I've liked him in the pros ever since he was drafted. But there's also a reason to be cautious when getting your hopes up about the Browns signing a guy like Miles Jack. And we'll discuss that as well. So we'll dive into this. Miles Jack, I know I called him a kid a little bit ago. He's 27 years old. He's going to turn 28 in September, you know, right as the season kicks off. Six foot one, 255 pounds. He was drafted in 2016 by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was the fifth pick in the second round, number 36 overall. Now, when he was coming out of college, Miles Jack was projected as a first round talent, but a knee injury in his last year of college caused him to fall down into the second round where the Jaguars actually packaged a little bit and moved up something like two or three spots to get him. Um, It was early in his final college season. He tore the meniscus in his right knee during a practice, a non-contact injury. Just one of those things that you hate to see, but it is what it is. It happened, and it's what caused... Going into... I think that was the 2015 college football season. Going into that season, he was highly regarded as a first-round talent, a first-round draft selection in the upcoming draft following that year. Due to the injury, he fell into the second round. Still a first-round talent, as shown by his play on the field. So, Miles Jack played six seasons in Jacksonville with the Jaguars. He tallied 513 tackles, 19 tackle for loss, 17 quarterback hits, six and a half sacks, 194 defensive stops, which is an interesting stat that PFF likes to track, and they define that as a tackle that results in a failure for the offense. So he had 194 defensive stops. Uh, He had three seasons with 100-plus tackles. He played all 16 games in his first three seasons in Jacksonville in 2019. Then he signed a four-year, $57 million extension with $33 million guaranteed that kept him in Jacksonville. He then played just 11 games in 2019 because I think it was in December that season he was placed on season-ending IR due to a knee injury. It was late in the season. There was no sense in bringing him back, so they just they put him on IR. Ended his season. He had a grade two ACL sprain in his right knee, the same knee that he injured during college. He came back then the next season in 2020, played 14 games, and then again in 2021, he came back and played 15 games. And after the 2021 season, he was released by the Jaguars for you know salary cap reasons. In 2022, he signed a two-year, $16 million contract with the Steelers. He played 15 games last year with Pittsburgh, tallied 104 tackles, three tackles for loss, and 28 defensive stops. Again, he was released for salary cap reasons after last season. Before we jump into the next one, Browns fans here in Ohio, 
We have an offer from Caesar Sportsbook that you don't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,250. All you have to do is use our code DOGSFULL, that's D-A-W-G-S-F-U-L-L, when you sign up. If you sign up with our code DOGSFULL, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you will also be directly supporting this podcast. So if you haven't signed up for Caesar Sportsbook yet, join with our code DOGSFULL and drop your first bet today. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See podcast description for full terms. So looking at Miles Jack, you know, after that, just kind of a brief summary history uh, of him and his career, you know, he's still a young veteran linebacker. He excels in run defense, and he is very good at something that we always harp on a lot of Browns players in the past. Miles Jack makes tackles. He is a tackling machine. He does not miss a lot of tackles. He is a sure-handed tackler that the Browns could really use to fortify the second level of their defense behind this newly revamped defensive line. So let's just kind of hit some, some key points, some key stats that I looked up about Miles Jack. Um, his missed tackle percentage, like I just mentioned, it has been below 10% the last three seasons. And he's at 9.2% over his career. So he's under 10% missed tackle rate for his career. And I mean, that that's a, that's a good number. That is a good metric to hit. He has 617 total career tackles, 22 total tackle for loss. As far as pass defense goes, which this is not Miles Jack's, this is not his forte, but it's not what he's used for. So of course, these numbers aren't going to be, you know, outrageously high, but in pass defense, he has totaled 18 passes defensed, three interceptions, and he does have a touchdown on interception return. He's forced two fumbles in his career, recovered four, and then he also has a second touchdown on a fumble recovery. Now, according to Brad Spielberger from PFF, Jack has 76 defensive stops against the run over the last three seasons. That's 12th overall among all the off-ball linebackers in the league. Miles Jack is is the fact that he's sitting out there at free agency, not signed, just a you know twenty seven going on twenty eight year old, still in the prime of his career, later prime I guess. But you know some of these linebackers can play till they're thirty one, thirty two, and I mean if he's just going into twenty eight year old season, I I think that Miles Jack would be an awesome fit for the Browns. So what would a contract for Miles Jack kind of look like? I don't know. I'm thinking probably in that two-year contract, that, that two-year window. Um, I can't imagine Andrew Barry doing more than like $5 million a year. Now, his last contract, obviously, with the Steelers was worth $8 million a year. Does $5 million a year get it done? Does that get Miles Jack onto the team? And if it doesn't, is Andrew Barry willing to go higher? Is he going to do another $8 million a year contract like the Steelers did? Is it going to be somewhere in the seven half, $7 million range? Here's why that matters. I looked at the history of Andrew Barry back to 2020 with the Browns, and here is his spending, the Browns spending, however you want to put it, on the linebacker position. So right now we've got our key linebackers on the team. Anthony Walker, $1.1 million a year. Sione Takitaki, $1.2 million a year. Jacob Phillips, $1.3 million a year. JOK, 
Jeremiah Wusukormoa, $1.7 million a year. So the Browns are not prioritizing any sort of spending at the linebacker position. I think when I looked, uh, Charlie Hewlett, the long snapper, makes more than all of our any of our linebackers. So spending spending big money, you know, I mean five million dollars a year isn't huge, but for the Browns, that's big money at the linebacker position. It's something that Andrew Barry historically has not done. The most that Andrew Barry has spent for a free agent linebacker was back in 2020, his first season as the um, general manager for the Browns, and he paid B.J. Goodson $2.4 million a year. So that's what you're looking at. That's what we're looking at as far as the history of Andrew Barry spending money at the linebacker position. So while I really do like Miles Jack, and I think he'd be a great fit, and I think a lot of you guys too, a lot of Browns fans in general, think Miles Jack would be a really, really great fit in Cleveland on this defense with Jim Schwartz and everybody else, I don't know if the money that it would take to bring him here, I don't know if Andrew Barry's willing to, to spend that on that position. If we look at salary cap percentage allocated to the linebacker position, right now the Browns have only allocated 5% of the overall cap to the linebacker position. Compare that to the Browns are spending almost 20% on the defensive line and 13% in the secondary. 5% cap at the linebacker position ranks 29th right now in the NFL. So there's only three teams in the NFL that are spending less at linebacker than the Browns. Let's just go back in, in time. Last year in 2022, we spent 4% at linebacker. In 21, 4%. In 2020, we were at 8%, and that was with B.J. Goodson at that $2.4 million a year. So I just don't know if the Browns are going to spend the money to bring in a guy like Miles Jack. I, I do believe that with the improved defensive line, you know, your $1 million a year guys like Anthony Walker, Taki Taki, Jacob Phillips, JOK, I think these guys can get the job done. I do also believe, though, that while we talk a lot about the defensive line stopping the run and being able to free up the linebackers, like I just said, to do their job better and all that kind of stuff, you know, that's all true. But if the Browns are not going to add another interior defensive lineman, which we're really high on Maurice Hurst, we think that he's going to be potentially that starting interior D lineman next to Dalvin Tomlinson, at least to kick off the year with uh, Siaki Ika rotating in until he's kind of up to speed and ready to take over as the key starter. You know, if they're not going to add another surefire day one, week one starter interior defensive lineman to go alongside Dalvin Tomlinson, then to me anyway, it would make sense to instead strengthen the run stopping ability in the middle of the second level of the defense to so where the linebackers are. And I do think that, you know, with Walker coming off injury, Taki Taki might not, I don't think he's going to be ready for the start of the season. Jacob Phillips, you know, has been has dealt with injuries. I think a guy like Miles Jack could really help solidify the defensive unit. It would make me feel a lot better about the rotation at that second interior defensive lineman position. It would make me feel a lot better about what we've got at the linebacker core. And again, five million dollars a year if that's the the number that we're looking at, five to seven to get him on the team. The Browns can afford that. We do have the cap space for it. But it's just a matter of whether or not Andrew Berry is willing to allocate it to that position.
This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Summer is here, everybody. Time to sit back and unwind with Omaha Steaks. Perfectly aged, always tender, and guaranteed delicious. Right now, Omaha Steaks is sharing an amazing limited-time offer when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the keyword dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. You'll be able to order the Gourmet Grill Pack for just $99.99. Plus, you'll get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers when you place your order. These burgers are legendary. They taste like steak on a bun, and that brings you a true backyard burger experience in every single bite. Order now and save 61% on the Gourmet Grill Pack, which includes four bacon rat filet mignons, four premium air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and Omaha Steaks' very own seasoning. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. I'm telling you guys, this stuff is amazing. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Type keyword dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. Order the Gourmet Grill Pack today and rock out your sunny day barbecues all summer long. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. But to me, it just makes sense. You know, we like, again, we've talked about the defensive line improvements supporting the linebacker play. But I do think improving your linebacking core right there in the middle of the, the field helps support your run defense on the defensive line as well. So the, the two go hand in hand. And a guy like Miles Jack, I mean, when it comes, like I said, to tackling and his run defense, which again, the Browns last year, absolutely abysmal, suck, huge suck, but at run defense, Miles Jack would be awesome just to help fortify that weakness from last year. Um, you know, as far as linebacker goes out there in free agency, what's available, I don't think there's a better option than Miles Jack. And the fact, like I said, that he is available is it's kind of an opportunity just sitting there waiting for somebody to go take advantage of. And I think the Browns should do it. I think the cost wouldn't be outlandish, like I said, to sign him. Although compared to what we've historically spent at linebacker, it would definitely be, we'd have to more than double what we've ever spent at linebacker to get him. But he does make a ton of sense for the Browns. He's got that dog mentality in him that we always talk about wanting on the defense. Now, not that we would ever like advocate for unnecessary violence or anything during a game, but you might remember, I think it was back in 2019, uh, Miles Jack was actually ejected from the week one game against the Kansas City Chiefs. He threw a punch at wide receiver Demarcus Robinson. There were some heated moments kind of going on in that in that game led up to that explosion of emotion from him. But, you know, again, we're, we're not wanting our players to go out there punch offensive receivers or anything like that and get ejected. But 
that, that was a one-time isolated incident. I don't believe he's ever been ejected other than that game or done anything like that. It was just one of those flare-ups of emotions. But what it tells me, what it shows me is that his level of competitiveness is what we're looking for at the linebacker position. He's got that, he's got that competitive nature. He's got that that dog, that fight. He just he fits what we want to do on defense. He was named a team captain in 2020 and 2021 in Jacksonville. So, I mean, his leadership qualities, they're not in question. And tackles, man, tackles, tackles, tackles. This guy, as long as he plays the majority of the season, you know, 12 or more games, I mean, he's a lock for 100 tackles, give or take. He He's going to get, he's, he's a tackling machine. And he's only uh, had one season out of seven where he's missed significant time. That was with that ACL sprain. And other than that, it's just been like a game here or there with like an ankle, nagging ankle thing or whatever. You know how these guys, most players do not play full seasons. If you think about it, they're going to miss a game here or there. That's kind of been his thing over the last four seasons. But over his career, only one season with any sort of significant time miss, any sort of significant injury which is good. That's a good sign. Coming off of that meniscus tear in college, he's proven that he can stay healthy, you know, during a full NFL season over seven years now in the NFL. So Miles Jack would be a great addition to the Browns, but like I also said, I don't know. I just don't know if the Browns are going to do it. I don't know if the Browns are going to pay what it would take to get him in here compared to what they've paid linebackers historically under Andrew Barry. So we can hope we can watch, and we will. We will see what happens. We will keep tabs on Miles Jack. I think whoever signs him is going to be getting a great addition to their defense. I would hate to see it be any other team than the Browns because I don't care about any other team but the Browns, and I want our defense to be the best. I think our defensive improvements this year have been astronomical, starting with Jim Schwartz as the coordinator. That's going to be a huge... That just improves everybody everybody's baseline from the jump. But to add a guy like Miles Jack to the linebacking core, like I've repeated multiple times in this video, and you're probably getting sick of hearing, the run support, the run defense that he brings, the tackling assurance that he adds to the defense cannot be understated. It would be a huge addition to the Browns. Andrew Barry opened the pocketbook just a little bit, the linebacker position, and let's get this guy in here and see how it goes. Because right now, our secondary is awesome. I mean, really, we've got a great secondary. We've got the defensive line improvements that Andrew Barry has made. Amazing. Absolutely just cannot wait to see these guys on the field, in action, working together, wreaking havoc in the in the offensive backfield. But we got to do something to linebacker, and I do think Miles Jack would be awesome to add there. So let me know what you guys think. Drop your comments in this video. Like I said, this will be the only episode this week, at least from me. We will have Throwback Thursday tomorrow. Kenny Mack is coming to you with Eric Metcalf. That's going to be a lot of fun to listen to. I know he's a fan favorite, so check out that episode tomorrow from Kenny Mack. Check out Derek's episode coming later this weekend at some point. And again, we will be with you either live or either live on Thursday next week, or we'll come to you with the episode recording on Friday really all depends on the internet capabilities at the event, but we are going to have running back coach Stump Mitchell on the show, sitting down with us, talking about Nick Chubb. You don't want to miss that, so stay tuned. We got a lot of cool things coming up. Training camp, like I said, we're in a dead zone, but it's coming fast. It won't be long until it's here, so stay tuned. 
Make sure you stay plugged into the Dogs Podcast. Again, subscribe to the channel. Please help us get to that 7,000 subscriber mark before training camp starts. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all your support. And, oh, one last thing. Fantasy football leagues are starting to fill up on the Patreon. So if you want to play fantasy football with us this season, make sure you join the Patreon. Go to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member. And let us know. Just drop us a message. Say, hey, I'm interested in fantasy football. We'll put your name on the list. And we'll get you all the details once the leagues are finalized. Again, they're filling up fast. So if you want in, get in now. Make sure you claim your spot in fantasy football today. All right, guys. Really appreciate you tuning in. Until we talk to you again, let's go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.